0: Hello, hello, hello. This is Back to Earth with New Path Wellness Group. I am your host, Sean Johnson, board-certified integrative health and essential oils coach. And I want to welcome, welcome, welcome one of my dearest friends, Janice Bowles. Janice Bowles is the author of Complicated Grief. And what we're gonna talk about today is how to get through the winter blues naturally how to get um she's going to talk about how she gets through depression during these times and so um thursday she's going to come on live so if you are interested and you hear this conversation and you want more information you come and see us on thursdays awesome um, live and we're going to talk about purposely pursuing peace during the holidays so Janice, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on to our podcast as our first guest. Yay. Oh, wow. Yay. Yeah, our first such guest. An honor. And this was so timely because people are experiencing such um, sad times right now, you know. Um, yes. It's bad enough there is a such thing as winter blues. You know what I mean? And then with the COVID and people just dying all of a sudden and things like that, and people dealing with that. Um, you know, I think this conversation is going to be very helpful for those that are that, that are listening. Um, so without further ado,
1: I want to hand it on over to you. Well, thank you. Thank you, Sean. Thank you for, for having me as your your first uh guest. I am truly uh honored. Uh, we are friends and we, sisters, and since you know what, the the early nineties, nineteen ninety three, and um, you know, our, I'm so grateful, I'm so thankful for our friendship, our sisterhood, and um, very honored to that you allow me to um, be on here tonight to talk with um, your guests and. And whatnot with regards to um, you know just this time of the year, uh, the winter blues, depression, uh, holiday season is not a good time. And more importantly, you know what we're going through as far as this year in 2020 with with all the the chaos and 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 just disarray that has happened with uh, COVID 19. So um, I'm just honored to be here tonight, and um, hopefully my our conversation can just bring light. Uh, to many um, with regards to dealing with uh, depression and, and, you know, anxiety and things of that nature and and just being down during this time of the year. um, Our conversation could just bring some enlightenment and some hope and just, you know, ensure folks that they are not alone with their struggle. Uh, And, you know, mental wellness is very important and, you know, the discussions and has to continue um, not only during this particular time of the year, but just all throughout. It's a necessity and you know, my, my goal is to just share my testimony and my journey of what I've experienced throughout the years and hope that it could be perhaps some sort of testament for you know, someone that you know, they're not alone. So yes. thank you for having me. Yes, yes,
0: yes, absolutely, absolutely. Um, so just tell us a little bit about why you wrote the book um yeah just tell us a little bit about why you
1: wrote this book and i know it's yeah it's the reason that i wrote um complicated grief uh my journey towards finding peace um actually I, i i wrote the book back in uh right after in 2013 um in 2013 november of 2013 i lost my um only biological sisters suddenly. Uh, she passed away very suddenly. Um, and that experience, um, the shock, you know, I live in Virginia, she lived in Florida. Um, her, her sudden death was just very shocking for me and, and very stressful for me. And it brought back just a lot of um, emotions and circumstances that I really, truly Kind of surface and never really dealt with. Um, my sister and I, she was older than I, she was 12 years older. Um, we were, our relationship was a We had not spoken to one another for seven years. Um, and that in itself, and then her loss, it just took me into a, a great, great dysfunction. You know, I began to um, go through all the emotions, you know, the shock, the anger. Um, every every emotion imaginable with regards to her passing and me not speaking to her and we're not speaking to one another and not having that opportunity to you know reconcile our differences that we had um, it it just it just put me in a mental anguish uh, and the only way and the only outlet uh, after that. Was basically, I've always been a journal. I always journaled, um, even as a you know a preteen and whatnot. But uh, this time around, with the emotions and everything that I was experiencing, I felt like I wanted to put it into a book to share my journey and my testimony. Uh, again, to perhaps help someone. So that was the uh, the onset of the book, you know, coming to fruition. In actuality. Uh, I revamped my book uh, most recently uh, back in 2014 when I first wrote the book. Uh, it was very, very raw emotions. And you know, I was all across the board uh, with my feelings and whatnot. And I want to just put more uh, thought and more information. And of course, you know, growth, it has been seven years since. Uh, she has passed and just, you know, the feelings and things and, and, and experiences and the growth of dealing with her, her death and, you know, things that I've had to journey through, it, it made it to the point where, as you know, I want to um, put some additives in to, to even help others just to let them know that, you know, seeking therapy um, and getting, you know, help uh, from a professional aspect in addition to dealing, you know, with what you're going through, it's okay. And it's, it's perfectly fine. So you know, last year basically I revamped the book and it, you know it puts matters into it again. Um, so I have a, a new version, so to speak, that's, that's out and um, available on my uh, website. I am Janice Bowles, which will, you know again, I hope to encourage and support uh, many you know men and women to be exact, that the process of you know making sure that we mine our mental and you know, just, just be mindful of what were our experiences that we're going through and, you know, forgiveness and healing and things of that nature. We, we must continue to just work on that. We want to, you know, continuously work on it. So that's how that book came about. Um, I'm very proud of it. And, uh, yeah, that's how it came about. <laughs> and
0: so, um, you know, that's awesome what you were just saying and how um, you came about writing this and it's great that you add some things to it and revised it because, you know, that comes with maturity, you know what I mean? It comes with maturity, it comes with growth, um, it comes with, um, you know, cleaning of the spirit, basically, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And Mm -hmm. um, so I, I love that you say, you know, your story is not of resentment or blame. It is of a story of truth, recognition, solace, forgiveness, and freedom. Can you elaborate a little bit on that? What would you, why would you say resentment or blame?
1: Well, I, I, I wanted to make sure that I, that I put that message out because, you know, when, when the readers read my book and they're you know because of the fact that I my relationship with my with my sister you know was estranged of course they're going to want to know well you know or they're going to ha- have some thoughts well what happened you know what caused them not to speak to one another for such a long time frame what was it that they could not reconcile and things of that nature and it it was basically my testament to basically say that you know my sister is gone everything that we went through throughout the years from my preteen years to becoming, you know, adult, a young adult, um, it was not just a one incident thing that that sparked us not being able to communicate for those seven years. It was like it was like different things coming, and then just you know one big bang in a sense. But I wanted to make sure that I indicated that you know the forgiveness. And it was nothing my book was not nothing to blame but it was just basically to tell the truth about the journey and what the experience did um, and where it has brought me even for now um, to let go of grudges to let go of resentment for perhaps things that someone may have you know did to you maybe maybe not even intentionally but unintentionally but you held on to to grudges and, and, and things festering within you. Let all that all those things go because it's meaningless. It, it doesn't mean anything once your loved one has gone on and they're not not here and you can't reconcile. So it was basically, this book is a, a reconciliation um, and a forgiveness that I had to do uh, not only for myself and the part that you know I played within the relationship but you know, basically, just saying, you know, I'm free. I'm freeing you too, sis, of what we went through. And um, although I can't say it to you in the physical, hopefully, this book will be able to um, have the, you know, my thoughts and my expressions of how I felt uh, be written and conveyed, and and you know, ho- hopefully, help someone else that may be in the same situation. Um, with a loved one. You know, loss is, is very, very hard uh, to deal with. And, and, and loss of any, any type is, is very hard, whether it's, it's death of loved ones, um, loss of a relationship, loss of, um, you know, just being in a certain season within your life and, and that particular season is no longer there. Um, loss is very heavy. And it, it takes a toll on the mind. And if we are not careful to, to be able to recognize and, t- and attend to it, it can be a detriment. And you know, it, it, it can go on for years. You know, time does not wait for us. And before you know it, you know, years can pass by where you're in this dysfunction and you're just getting by but you're not truly dealing with the issues at hand, which is what really transpired for right. me. Because um, you know, I've, I've dealt with depression and 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 because the depression that was caused was basically from loss early on from, from you know my my parents at a young age. And I never really dealt with that. And you know, it I basically just got by um, masking. And you know, Decades passed by and then still you know I never dealt with the course so we've got to get to a point, whereas we got to have to mind our mental and be willing to open up. Um, and talk and share what's going on in our mind and our psyche That's very important.
0: Yes, that is very important. One of the things that sticks out with me when you said that you were you guys were strange for seven years right. Um, did you think that had a lot to do with you not living so close together. Um, and was there any type of recon- trying or attempts at reconciliation before any of that happened?
1: Well, yeah, there, there, there was, I think, I think a lot of it had to do with, it was not so much that we did not live close to one another because, um, you know, all of my my immediate family is in South Florida. Uh, of course, I was the one that you know moved away, um, but I always come back, came back home. You know, um, every, every year uh, since I I left South Florida, which was in the early '90s, I'm I'm I still call Florida home. That's my hometown. But I would always come back and visit, vacation, what have you, at least twice a year, sometimes three times a year, and. When I came home, it was, it, you know, I I made it my point to make sure that I'm around my immediate family, which was my sister, um, because you know she she was my sister and, and we were we were close. I think a lot of what, uh, you know, <laughs> us not being able to, to, uh, you know, put our differences aside, right, come up me, uh, being the youngest, uh, you know, definitely I was spoiled. Um, when our parents died, you know, my, my siblings were much older than me. They were young adults in a sense, whereas I just, entered, you know, into adulthood, uh, I did not want anyone to tell me how to live my life and how to, you know, do things in that nature. And I think a lot of it was my sister. She felt like because she was older, she had to be the mother figure for me. And I did not want that from her. I wanted a sister, you know, I want the, the sister relationship and not so much the replacement of my mother because no one could do that for me. So I think a lot of that was, was you know, definitely me not understanding her from that point of view, she not understanding me from that point of view. Uh, and then again, when I became a, uh, a mother, um, again, you know, it just, the, the relationship even went further apart from because of the fact that we're not really truly understanding one another, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it, you know, both being stubborn, right? Definitely both, okay. of us, both of us having uh, a, a stubborn mindset. So okay. So what would you say to someone
0: that may be estranged from a loved one um, at this moment that might be listening? What would you say to them on how to um, either try to reconcile or even reconcile within their own mind? of not being so stubborn and, you know, pulling, putting out, being the first to, to offer the olive branch out, out there. So that if something were to happen, you know, like for myself, my um, when my mom passed away, my brother was just, I don't know, my brother was just, it was just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And we don't go without speaking, you know, and, Um, for me I didn't even want him near me Mm. because of the craziness that was going on but it tore me apart I don't know if it tore him apart but it was tearing me apart because that Mm -hmm. wasn't the way we usually are you know Mm -hmm. and so I would call him just to say hello I didn't really want to have a conversation with him Mm -hmm. (laughs) just to say (laughs) hello you know what I mean And, you know, but not knowing what he was going through from the death of my mom, um, you know, and the things and the guilt that he might have felt because before she went, she told my older brother, I'm waiting for your brother. I'm just waiting for your brother. So she knew she was ready and reconciled with she was ready to go. You know what I mean? So if a person is estranged from their loved one, what would you what would you say? you know, what kind of suggestions would you
1: make or? Uh, you know, the, the, the first and foremost thing is, is that we never know what the next person is going through emotionally. And we definitely have to be mindful of that. Uh, I would say to the individual who may be estranged from a loved one right now is just, you know, put your pride aside, just just, just, just put it aside. Call, call them, um, you know, and just say I love you.
0: Yes, yes. It's
1: as simple as that. It goes a long that. way. Yeah. You don't even have to have the discussion about what the problem was. If only I could have another opportunity with my sister, the first thing that I would say is I love you. Because, especially with the times that we're in now and the uncertainty of whether we're gonna be here the next day or not, Um, we don't have time. And every moment, a waking moment is very valuable and very precious. So we have to make the most of our time and and even making the most of that time, not so much in our day-to-day living of what we're doing, you know, working or whatever the case may be, but taking that time to just say, I love you. That's very important. Mm-hmm. And just whatever the issue is, it's meaningless. Right,
0: right. Because
1: God is, God loves. and Unconditionally. Unconditionally, no matter what the circumstances <clears throat> are. And I think that's what we have to get back to. So definitely, I would say to anyone out there, um, tell them, you know, reach out and say, I love you. Right. Got that conversation right there. That's it. That's it.
0: Great. Okay. So when you say it's a story of truth, recognition, solace, forgiveness, and freedom, break that down for me. Truth how? Is that truth that you um, for yourself admit you're wrong in the relationship? Or tell me what that truth means to you. The
1: truth meant the part that I played in the relationship in addition to the truth as to what was the demise of our relationship. Um, that, was, that was something that was very um, important to me to convey. Uh, it's not so much my truth, although it will be you know, perceived that way because she's not here, to speak of her truth, but taking ownership um, is is very important, and I took that.
0: Okay, okay, okay. How long did it take you to get to that point? Do you remember? Because, and I say, I ask that question because people think that, um, you know, when a person feels like that they've forgiven, and they're at this, place of peace that it
1: happened overnight? No, absolutely not. Um, easier said than done, most definitely. We know that we have to do it. Uh, it is one of our God mandates uh, to to forgive, but it's, it's not an easy process. It's definitely a process because you, in that process, you're gonna go through and you're gonna rehash and resurface all the negativity and the hurt. You've got to get through that in order to get to the point where you're at peace and you have that forgiveness, true forgiveness that is. So it's not gonna be an overnight thing. It was was not an overnight thing for me. Um, It started off with a lot of resentment. Uh, When my sister passed away, I, I had a lot of resentment um, because I had to go back and revisit some, some hurts, some, some words, some memories that wasn't the greatest between us. But I knew I had to go through that, that, that journey. So your so resentment said, was from, from your perception
0: of what happened? Or your resentment was from she's gone now and I can't talk to her. Where did that resentment came from? Where? It
1: it came from. It it came from a little of both, Um, and really more so the fact that I can't talk to her now about it. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's like how God, how am I going to be able to forgive if I can't just say what I need to say to her and get a response. That mm. was what I had to battle in the beginning initially. Okay. And you know, the Holy Spirit just dealt with me into the point of, you know, Janice, forgiveness is freeing for you, freeing yourself mm. and freeing you. Mm. So that's what you need to focus on. And um, you know that's that's basically what I did. I I went back to all, like I said, the, the hurt, the pain and, um, process it. Can't change it. It was part of who I am today. It made me who I am today. I had to go through that. It was a part of my, you know, my journey and my life. So, uh, yeah. Okay.
0: So let's talk about therapy. When you started therapy, um, how many therapists did you go through before you found one that was helpful? Because I know in, in my own experience and other people that I know, the first therapist that they go to is not usually the one that they stick with. Um, tell, tell us about that process and also what made you stick to one that
1: was helpful for you. Well, well, for me, um, I think looking back, I've always want to seek, or I did want to seek out some sort of help, some sort of counseling, uh, early on uh, with with the loss of my parents and um, the stigma of needing therapy, uh, especially within our community. You know, I was shunned upon you know, getting that, that help that I needed and I had no outlet. So at that point, you know, in my early twenties and whatnot, I just masked what I was going through. Um, cause I didn't have, you know, I didn't have anyone to talk to, or if I tried to reach out by talking to other family members, you know, I was deemed, you know, you can't say that. Don't talk about that. You know, they're going to think you're crazy and all these other things, you know? So it was not until for me, uh my mid-30s that I actually um upon this is another loss but it was one would think that it's a it's not a it's not a loss at all but me actually leaving my job my place of employment I had I was on a job uh, that I loved dearly for 15 years and um I love the work that I did but it began to take a toll on me as far as the commute and um husband basically said, you know, Janice, you can go ahead and and resign. We'll we'll be fine with, you know, the income, our income. But I didn't want to leave that job because I loved it so much. So making that decision, going back and forth with that decision, uh, you know, almost put me into the point of a nervous breakdown. So that's when I actually really sought uh, therapy and specifically for that particular incident. And finding, you know, going through AP counseling from my employment and, and finding um, a therapist, that particular uh, doctor just basically wanted to put me on medication, uh, you know, hand a pill here and there and, you know, try this pill and, you know, things of that nature. And that's not what I wanted. I didn't, and you know, definitely didn't, you know, need it. So, I basically indicated, you know, I'm not going to take this medication. I'm not, you know, I don't, I got to find somebody else because it was not so much me wanting to be medicated and being in a medicated state, I needed uh, talk therapy. That, that was the thing that I needed the most. So in the midst of making the decision to leave my job and um, finding a medical uh, MD, uh, it was a referral for me to another uh, therapist. And that particular therapist basically was a great fit because of the fact of no medication was involved and it's just conversations. And those conversations, you know, leading from me having my anxiety of leaving my job went all the way back into my childhood of things that I did not deal with and had not dealt with. And the traumas of, you know, the experiences that I had of losing my parents, uh, I began to deal with. And that's, that's the thing that I needed. So um, yeah, just sticking with it and not just staying with the first person. If it doesn't feel comfortable for you, continue to seek. Um, and that's something that I'm very happy that I did do, that I did not just give up because of that first uh, circumstance, which was unpleasant. Um, I did not stop. I I continued to seek because I knew that I needed it, and I needed. I wanted myself to be healthy and be uh, mentally healthy, so I can continue to do the things that I uh, have set out that I want to accomplish. So it's very important. Mm,
0: That's a great point that it's important to keep seeking um, because a lot of people, you know, it's bad enough that we're apprehensive to even seek therapy. And then you get into the office and this person does not make you feel comfortable. You're not comfortable at all. And you can go home and then just not even go any further. But so, you know, that's great. And I commend you for um, identifying that you needed the help and that you had to seek someone to help you in the right manner. Um, One of the things I would like to point out also is that when you're going to therapy, you're going for that one particular thing. So you thought, and a good therapist will pull out, you know, things that are manifest through you, you know, um, that brought this anxiety to a different level. Like you said, they dig deep and realize it stems from your childhood. It's not just that particular thing or that one incident that happened when mm-hmm. when they start asking questions and asking questions and you know in in uncovering or what they say peeling back an onion. Right. You know, when they start peeling back an onion, man, that's that's, you know, whoa. You know, that's that can be very eye-opening. It can be, it can, it can just open up a floodgates of all different types of emotions mm-hmm. because you don't realize it stems from the root. When we talk about even nutrition and pain and, and all of that, it, there's always a root cause for something. That's right. And the same thing with mental health, there's a root cause. A lot Mm -hmm. of times it's something that happened years and years and years before you get to a point where someone is asking you the right questions and they start, they start peeling you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> They start making you pull those layers back and, you know, you get to the point where it's like, nope, I don't want to go no further because if they're good, they'll bring you, they'll bring you deep. And,
1: and quickly. And and, 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 and and when you least expect it. I mean, that's, that's the thing that happened for me. Um, my, 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 my therapist who I'm actually in, you know, contact with from occasion, you know, even to, to this day for maintenance, um, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, we all, we all need that, you know, yes. we, we, go, we go to our, our regular physicians for our yearly checkups and we go for our mammograms and, you know, for the right the part of the body, why not for maintenance for the brain? You know? Exactly. That's basically what it's about, but yeah, it, it, it's to the point where I was like, you know what, how do you know this? How do you know this happened? How, how, what's going on? You know, I was, I, I would be in all kind of emotions and, um, at one point I was like, you know what? I can't go back here because it's like this person just like oh, know they, everything, right? Just all of my business. All how, do, your how, business. They, how do they know this? You know, uh-huh. I don't get it, but it was necessary. It was yes. definitely necessary because it, again, it's freeing. It's yes, it's freeing. It's so freeing to have to be able to go to someone that can, you know, not judge you and not be uh uh bias to things that you may have experienced and, you know, and, 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 and just let you allow you just to be you to talk about it. That's, that's, that's huge. And that's just so important. And, you know, we can have that with individuals that we trust. We definitely can have that but I, I strongly feel that in addition to that, like our sisterhood, for instance, you know, we talk about some things, and we have talked about things, you know, be, beyond whatever you know the norm. And you know, you've mm-hmm. been honest with me about mm-hmm. different stuff, and, and and I hope I have been the same for you. Yes, but absolutely. you still, in my opinion, it, it, you just need to to subject yourself to the professional as well, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that added dose is just critical for the psyche. And I'm just such a big advocate of that.
0: Absolutely. I agree. I agree. If only I would have
1: been able to been steered towards counseling when I was younger, how my life probably would have been even better. I don't know.
0: Well, you know
1: what? I, I
0: I think that things happen for a reason when it's supposed to. And you know when we always say, what's that phrase? Um, God's always on time. He may not show up when you want him, but he's always on time.
1: Yes. And
0: yes, you yes. know, just like the story you said, that the, your your uh, uh, physician is the one that referred you to this particular person that you um, that you've you know had some great uh, results with. But what she
1: also said to you was what? Tell me what she said. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm such an emotional person. Oh, I, I I cried the head of a dab, okay? And, you know, I, I this was a, actually this medical physician was was new for me because I was, again, I was seeking a new medical physician. I'm, you know, I'm having all these problems like, oh, I don't want to quit my job. I don't want to leave. I, you know, I know I can leave. But I don't want to leave. You know, I'm just going through all kinds of emotions. And I went to her and, you know, basically for just a regular checkup, so to speak. And, you know, she was so down to earth. I went in and, you know, I just just wailed on her and just let her, you know, I'm just crying and just, you know, I I, I don't feel right. I can't take this any longer, you know, I'm just going to the motions. And she sat there, she looked at me and she let me just go through what I had to say. And I remember specifically for her, she said, well, I have a referral for you, Janice. This is someone who I, I think you would do well with. But you know, the greatest counselor of all that you need, again, because she knew my my back, you know, background, because I, I felt comfortable talking with her. But she told me that the greatest counselor that I needed of all was Jesus. Mm-hmm. And when she told me that, that just I just broke down because for so many years, um, and I go deeper to it in my book, um, I lost my faith. You know, I knew that it was a God. I knew there was a heaven, I knew there was a hell, but I was just upset with him because he's taking everybody away from me. So, you know, why, why you treat me like this? You know, so I shunned church for many, many years. I, sh- I, I just did not choose to worship but she could detect that that was an intricate and important part. Missing? Missing from me. We never went into any huge depth conversations about it other than, you know, I just don't go to, do you go to church? No, I don't go, you know, that that was needed.
0: Mm. Mm. And so now fast forward, you found Jesus. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> and to you still have the, like and you. To you. <laughs>
0: right. And you still have that professional, you know, because there's people yes. that you know, we as Christians, because I'm a Christian and I've been around Christians all my life, this, that, and other, blah, blah, blah. Right. And we think it's only God that can do anything for us. When no, He, he puts people in your mm. life for that reason yes. to help him help you. Yes. You know, and so this is where the profession comes in, the professional comes in. So for those people that um, that feel like I pray every day and, you know, as long as I do this, I'll do that. He's going to take care of everything, whatever. But we still have to do our part besides just pray. That's right. You know, that's just like, just, just like you pray God to, you know, lose weight. We pray God to get rid of this pain right? But in the meantime, you're still going to McDonald's. You're still going to Dunkin' Donuts. You're yeah. still, you know, you're still not taking care of yourself, but you want yes. God to do, you want God to take care of you. He's not going to take care of you without works. What they say, um, faith without works, right? Is, is dead. It's <laughs> dead, right? So I, I just, I was just thinking about that. So I'm saying, yeah. you know, let's, yeah. let's bring that point out, right? Absolutely. Faith without works is dead.
1: Absolutely, yeah. and and yeah. and that's the thing, you know. God can perform great miracles, and 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 He is definitely performing modern day miracles right now, yeah. uh, right before us. We just have to yes. pay attention to, mm-hmm. to the signs. We have to pay attention. He definitely grabbed our attention here in this year, absolutely sure and and you know he he's he's telling he's he's showing the science that you know what listen y'all ain't doing this on your own okay Mm -hmm. uh you you better stay and seek me you know stay stay in my corner and 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 the 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 wonderful thing about relationship with god because that's what is truly about it's it's relationship he puts those intricate folks whether it's a friend or a family member or, you know, even the medical profession. Can, yeah, or complete Put them me? in place at this most strategic time in our mm-hmm. lives mm-hmm. to show and, mm-hmm. and through those hands and those people, he's doing his great works. And, and you know, that's, that's where it is. So will prayer alone, in my opinion, do it? No, we've got to take action in addition to that. Yes. Uh prayer is the first catalyst. Yes. Uh it, 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 it's it's the endurance that we need to yep. sustain, but yep. we still have to do the work ourselves as well. Right. And, right. and with, with that hand in hand, he he he's gonna do some miraculous and wonderful things. And absolutely and that's what it's all about. Absolutely. We Yay. have a church up in
0: here, girl. Yay,
1: you have a church. Woo! <laughs>
0: But on that note, on that note, I think, you know, I think we gave them a good taste of what to see in here on Thursday. Because Thursday you're going to go into points yes. um, to get through and Absolutely. using some tools for coping. Absolutely. So I'm super excited about that. I am too. Um, you know, and for those really, that I are listening, share. yes, yes, for those that are listening, Check us out on, I call it now, It's an, I used to call it uh, uh, protect your immune system, you know, mm. on uh, healthy Thursdays. That's what I used to call it. Now I'm calling it love yourself Thursdays. Okay. All I right? like that. We're gonna <laughs> love, love yourself Thursday. So like they can find us at newpathwellnessgroup.com. Mm-hmm. Go to the events tab and check us out on Thursday, 7 p.m. Janice will be there live. Um, and going more in depth on her book and you know her points and her tools that got her through. And check us out on Instagram and Facebook and New Path Wellness Group. Um, if you have any questions or comments, you can email us at info at newpathwellnessgroup.com. And thank you, thank you, thank you, Janice. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you writing this book because this is going to help others to um, get through whatever it is that they're going through, especially right now, Um, because every week we're losing people. You know, we're losing people weekly. And, you know, I don't know why or how this is going on, but it's real and it is happening. And this conversation, I think will be very helpful for some um, if not all, you know, it would be very helpful for some. So thank you again for coming on. I'm so honored that you are my friend. Yes. And we, yes are we are do. able to have this conversation. Yes. This is a platform for us to have conversation about how to take care of ourselves. because if you don't take care of your body, where are you going to live? You That's know? right. And if we make small changes... To create big results in any way, shape,
1: or form. So that's and my shout out body, to you. spirit. Yes, and shout out to you, Sean, for it. all the work that you're doing uh, within New Path Wellness and, and just bringing about, um, you know, the healthy, healthy uh, lifestyle from the earth. You know, we definitely got to get back to that. And I, I just, I, you know, I, I think you're doing a wonderful, miraculous job. And, you know, just continue blessing to you with that. And, and just just thank you for allowing me to just give a little snippet of of my journey with, you know, the things of mental wellness and what I've experienced. And I just, you know, I'm grateful. Very Thank grateful. you.
0: Thank you. This is about sisterhood.
1: Yes, you know,
0: this is about sisterhood because we women, we, you know, we so powerful. We always holding on and this and that and don't know we're suffering in silence and I don't want us to suffer in silence. That's right. You know, I don't want us to suffer in silence. I want people to know that there is more out here to help each other, especially one of women of color. You know, we are here for each other, whether we know each other or not. That's you know right. what I mean? It doesn't matter. We're still connected one way, shape or form, you know, and I want to make sure that we keep that connection going and make sure that we have that thread for everyone to be able to share and listen and to learn. Um, And to be confident, you know, and know that you can be who you are unapologetically and get the help that you need in whichever way, shape or form you you need it. Um, And and that's it, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like we have to share our gifts that God has given us with others and making sure that everyone out there knows that they are loved too. But we gotta love ourselves in order to
1: share the love. That's right. Got to make sure we're in check. Absolutely. Helping. Absolutely. Yes. share so and spread the love to everyone else. Yes. yes. Yes.
0: So again, if you missed it, check us out on Love Yourself Thursdays at 7 p.m. You can go to newpathwellnessgroup.com and go to the events tab and check us out on Thursday at 7 p.m. But thank you, Janice, again. All right. All right.